Welcome to Counter Melody, the podcast on great singers and great singing. As always, I am your host, Daniel Gundlach. No preaching here, no lecturing, well, maybe just a tiny bit of each, but the primary spotlight will always be on the singers that enrich and enhance our lives, no matter what is going on in the world around us. Thanks for joining me. And now, this week's episode. Hi everyone! This is a little out of the ordinary for me because I'm recording it a week in advance. So if we have lost an extremely important person, I will be addressing that in the next episode. Today, let's begin with yet another Christmas song. This is Eileen Farrell in one of her last recordings made when she was over the age of 70, singing Away in a Manger, accompanied by Lunas McGlowan. Away in a manger, no for his bed the little Lord Jesus lay down his sweet head the stars in the bright sky look down where he lay the little Asleep on the hay. Be near me, Lord Jesus. I ask thee to stay close by me forever and love me, I pray. Bless all the children in thy tender care and fit us for heaven to live with thee there. The episode today is going to consist simply of rare recordings, most of them in my personal collection, of artists that have already been featured in full episodes on Counter Melody. It's a wonderful way to visit old friends and to hear them in a guise in which you perhaps have not heard them before. What better way to start off than with an excerpt from the prologue from Pagliacci? It's sung here by the great Lawrence Winters in a 1959 recording in German. Heute reden die Tränen. 
first artists that I profiled in detail on Counter Melody was Shirley Verrett, who remains one of my most beloved singers. Here she is in a live recording with Eugene Ormandy and the Philadelphia Orchestra on the 25th of January, 1975, singing an aria that for her was not standard rap, but which she sings with a great deal of technical aplomb. That's Una Voce Poco Fa from Barbiere di Siviglia.
It's already been almost two years since Mirella Lafreni died. I also featured her in a pair of episodes. I recently obtained a live recording of her and Luciano Pavarotti in concert circa 1980 in Modena, their mutual hometown. This is an excerpt from the cherry duet from L'Amico Fritz. Oh! 
now just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Modena is Savona. And who's from Savona? I think all of you opera queens out there know. It's Renata Scotto, another singer that I have featured and who really changed my life when I heard her both on television and ultimately live. Here is a very rare recording that I recently obtained from Russia that she made when La Scala was on tour in Russia in 1964. This is the Paolo Tosti song Avukella, and she is at her inimitable best. Here's another Italian artist that I featured, unfortunately, in a memorial episode a little over a year ago. That is the exquisite lyric soprano Rosanna Carteri, who, in her short career, made such an enormous 
impact. At the time I did the episode on her, I was desperately trying to get a copy of a 45 that she made in the year 1960. And lucky for me, a few months ago, I finally belatedly added it to my collection. This is the song Cuando Vien la Sera, When Evening Comes, and it is, well, a period piece par excellence. Another singer I featured this past year who prompted a lot of comment among my beloved listeners is the African-American baritone Leslie Scott, who began as a pop crooner and eventually became one of the singers who shared the role of Porgy on the Porgy and Bess tour of Europe in the 1950s. Here he is in 1952 singing with Xavier Cugat and his orchestra the song by Ernesto Lecona called African Lament. Oh, 
As you know, I do have my pop favorites, and this year I broke down and featured my very favorite pop singer of all time on an episode. That is my beloved Dusty Springfield. This is a live recording from one of her television shows. This was called It Must Be Dusty, and this is from the telecast on the 8th of May, 1968. She's joined here by the exceptional artist, Scott Walker, who had to have had the most beautiful pop baritone I've ever heard, but who used that voice in the service of ever more exploratory and avant-garde pop excursions. Anyway, here he is at his peak, as is Dusty, singing the song Let It Be Me, which is originally a French song by Gilbert Picot and Pierre Delanoë. It was given English lyrics by Manny Curtis and turned into an enormous hit for the Everly Brothers. Let it 
baritones I featured this past summer in my series on great baritones was John Raitt, who I think was the greatest baritoner on the Broadway stage in the 1950s. In 1962, he went into the recording studio for a small label and recorded the pop standard Ebb Tide. We also hear Lionel Hampton in this recording alongside John Raitt. First the tide rushes in Plants a kiss on the shore And rolls out to sea And the sea is very still once more So I rush to your side like the oncoming tide With one burning thought Will your arms open wide At last we're face to face And as we kiss through an singer who I got to know a lot better this past year when I prepared an episode on her is Odetta, who was initially a folk singer, but also a blues singer, a pop singer. She had such an enormous impact on the music business and at the end of her life experienced a resurgence in popularity after a number of years in relative obscurity. This is an album that I featured a few tracks from. She made it for Verve Records in 1967. It was not a success, but I think it's one of her most successful endeavors, musically, artistically speaking. Here is the self-penned song, Give Me Your Hand, which is a song that became a sort of theme song for her. Here it receives a real jazzy interpretation. Got my reason to stay. Take this road all the way I've got my mind to think Even when my heart sinks I've got my feet to go You broke it down, I can tell Give me your hand In my heart I got love I like a little dove Give me your hand my eyes to see I need you you need me with my mouth I'm gonna say I want you with me all the way up my legs 
singer that I featured about a year and a half ago now, who is one of the most versatile and talented artists ever to grace the stage, is Julia McGuinness. She was very popular here in Germany in particular. She came over to Europe in 1968, fresh from performing Fiddler on the Roof on Broadway, to take on the role of Maria in West Side Story in its premiere at the Wiener Volksoper. She stayed on for a number of years and became very well ensconced into the German Schlager scene. She also sang operetta like nobody's business, and she was a big TV star as well. Here she is in a 1979 recording singing the Robert Stolz showstopper Spiel auf deiner Geige, das Lied von Leid und Lust from his operetta Venus in Seide. Someone say Vienna? Well, Vienna was many different things. It also, of course, is the birthplace of the second Viennese school. 
We're going to take a big leap, not geographically, but certainly in terms of musical language, and I am going to feature for you a short excerpt from a recording that I had been looking for for a long time and finally got my hands on. That is Heather Harper, the great Irish soprano, singing under the baton of Pierre Boulez with the BBC Symphony Orchestra accompanying. This is a live recording from Moscow in January 1967, and she is singing the third of Albanberg's Altenberg Lieder über die Grenzen des All. Prepare yourselves for one of the most glorious pianissimo high seas that I have ever heard in my life. Just last week, it was my great privilege to present to you one of the supreme avant-garde divas, Bethany Beardsley. Earlier this year, I had also done a pair of episodes on another great avant-garde diva, Kathy Barbarian. At the time that I did that episode, I did not yet have in my collection a recording that she had made of her one-time husband Luciano Berio's composition, Rounds. There are instrumental versions of this piece, and there is a version that also uses voice, singing fragments of E.E. E. Cummings' poems. That is the version that we are hearing here, and this is Kathy Barbarian, accompanied by the pioneering harpsichordist Antoinette Vicher in this 1967 recording. Whoa. 
One of Kathy Barbarian's most unexpected and successful musical assumptions was when she recorded a number of roles in Monteverdi operas under the baton of Nikolaus Honokur. Another singer that I featured recently is that great Dutch bariton Martin Bernard Kreisen. After I did the episode on him, this past summer, I got a copy of his Monteverdi album, and it is a stunner. This record was also released in 1967, and he's singing here an excerpt from Monteverdi's Scherzi Musicali called Quel Sguardo Stegnosetto. I believe that in the episode that I did on Heather Harper, I included a recording of her doing this exact same piece. It's a wonderful, disdainful little piece 
that uses rapid-fire coloratura to express displeasure with a person who rewards the singer's attentions with scorn. Two more Baroque selections for you today from two singers whom I featured over the course of the past year. The first is the baritone Perry McDaniel, and here he is singing an aria from Georg Philipp Telemann's opera Egenhardt. The text is Vergiss dich selbst, mein schönster Engel. This recording is also from 1967. Yeah. 
I was so excited to present to you, my dear listeners, the Scottish soprano, Margaret Marshall, when she celebrated her birthday this past January. She has recently released the second volume of a collection of early and rare live studio and radio recordings that she made at the beginning of her career. You can hear all of those recordings at Margaret's website, margaretmarshallsongbird.com. I have a selection today from her first solo recording of Baroque cantatas. This is the Salve Regina by Johann Christian Bach, and this is the final movement, O Clemens. I am in love with this singer's vibrant expression, flawless technique, and shimmering vocal quality. They just don't come any better than this, honestly. Thank you. 
another singer who's one of my very favorites and who I featured in a big episode, well, now almost two years ago, is Janet Baker. I recently got a live recording of Benjamin Britten and Claudio Arrau accompanying the Brahms Liebeslieder Walzer. I was tickled by this because I knew that Benjamin Britten had a real aversion for the music of Johannes Brahms, which I can only say that I feel very sorry for him for not getting Brahms because he's one of my favorites. But never mind. This is a lovely performance, and the mezzo in the quartet of soloists is Janet Baker. And here she is singing one of the alto's solo movements in that piece, Wohlschön bewandt. Another great singer that I was so thrilled to become better acquainted with was the Romanian baritone Nicolae Herlea. I think a number of you were really bowled over by his extraordinary voice when I featured him this past summer. Since that episode, a fascinating record has come into my possession of him doing art song, sometimes in the original language and sometimes, as in this case, not. Here he is doing an extremely slow version of the Gabriel Fauré Mélodie Au bord de l'eau. It's not at all stylistically correct. It's in Romanian. Everything about it on the surface is wrong, and yet it's a profoundly beautiful and deeply moving recording. Some respondit cave flow. 
I particularly enjoy doing birthday episodes on great singers that I love who are still with us. One such singer is George Shirley, whom I featured on the occasion of his birthday this past April. Since then, I have obtained a number of other George Shirley recordings, and it thrills me to be able to present this one. It was a recording of songs by Karl Weige, featuring four pretty exceptional singers, Judith Raskin, Betty Allen, William Warfield, whom I also featured on an episode, and George Shirley. Karl Weigel was an Austrian composer, pianist, and conductor who emigrated to the United States, as did so many other artists as Europe was collapsing in the 1930s. Here's a beautiful, simple song called Beatrix, which George Shirley and the pianist David Garvey recorded in 1973. Oh, take my hand, my dearest. Oh, take my soul. Take me. Guide me, my own beloved, as will seem right to thee. And whether bliss or sorrow thine eyes spell, joy or pain, I'll in the end be blessed, whatever they ordain.
One of my dearest friends in the world is the gorgeous soprano and extraordinary human being, Janet Williams. She was a huge encouragement to me at the time that I was starting up the podcast. And my three interviews with Janet, published at the very outset of Counter Melody, are still some of my most popular episodes. Janet was a student and protege of another great African-American artist, Camilla Williams, who, as Janet always stresses, was no relation to her, but was, in fact, a mentor and, dare I say, almost an artistic mother. I featured recordings of the two of them in an episode that I called Williams and Williams. Camilla Williams's recorded legacy is small, but Each recording is an absolute jewel, so I'm really thrilled to present to you today a recording that was included on a song recital that was released in 1952 of Camilla Williams and the pianist Borislav Bezala performing the final song of Ottorino Respighi's cycle Deita Silvane. This is called Crepuscolo, Twilight. In the abandoned garden, the greedy moss fights with the ivy for every nook and cranny, and in the sparse cluster of cypresses sleeping in the womb of ancient peace lies pan on the vast marble statue wrapped with morning glory flowers perhaps some day with a gentle song a nymph might bend her lovely figure god of the earth joyful force you have become too serious in your old age your fountain is dry forever the day dies and through the vast restless shade a song of happiness trembles and saddens Long blue shadows descend from the mountains.
next is another song evoking the end of the day. It's a song by the Swedish composer Ture Rangström, set to a text by the poet Bo Bergman. It's called Bön till natten, Prayer to Night, and Who to perform it for us, but the exquisite Elisabeth Söderström, an artist that I featured in an episode, good heavens, it was in the early days of the podcast. This is a recording from the beginning of her career, 1957, and this is a translation of the Bo Bergman text. Ended is the day's desire that clamors wild and brief. Deep night, in your arms carry us away. At your merciful breast hide our shame, while oblivion's hours roll painlessly forth. Like a flood where everything might drown, glides coldly over hidden crimes and sunken sinfulness. You, who alone have compassion and give answer, mild night, in your arms hold us here. Another singer whom I treasure with all of my being, and whom I recently featured in an excerpt from her very rare recording of Paul Hindemith's cycle Das Marienleben, is Jenny Turell. I've also done a full episode on her again in the early days of the podcast. I'm hoping in the very near future to do another, even more extensive exploration of her artistry. But for now, 
a short excerpt from a recording she made in 1967 of Russian songs. Mind you that at this time, Jenny Turell was well into her 60s, and she sings with such freshness that the years simply melt away. This is a song by César Cui, set to a text by Alexander Pushkin, whom one of my followers was recently delighted to discover was actually of African heritage. Yes, the greatest Russian poet was black. This song is called The Statue at Tsarskoye Selo. The maiden has dropped an urn of water, and it is broken on the cliff. She sits sadly, holding the broken piece of pottery. A miracle! The water does not dry up as it pours from the broken urn. But the maiden, above the eternal stream, sits forever sad. breaking artist who was possessed of an exceptional voice and great interpretive depth is the Chinese-American bass Yi Kui-si. On the Counter Melody episode dedicated to him, I featured two different recordings of him singing the song of the Volga Boatmen. The first was his very first recording made in China in the 1930s, and the other one was a live recording from Carnegie Hall sometime in the 1960s. I recently obtained a copy of a studio recording that he made of this song, which was also a signature number of his teacher and mentor, Alexander Kipnis. In my opinion, this studio recording allows us to experience the full impact of Yi Kui-si's performance, which begins as if from nowhere, growing and growing and growing until it seems as if it's going to explode and then receding into the distance. The Dutch pianist Gerard van Blerk accompanies him, and as far as I can tell, this recording is from 1965. Yeah. <laughs> 
I recently got my hands on a very rare recording by another of my very favorite singers, the Finnish baritone Jorma Hyninen, whom I think you all know by now is another artist that I simply fall down in worship. There's no other way to put it. He was known for his operatic roles, and yet we have not so much documentation of some of those. So I was thrilled to find this 1992 recording that he made of Wolfram's aria O du mein holder Abendstern from Tannhäuser, a role that he sang to great acclaim the world over.
Another artist that I featured during my first series of Black History Month episodes, now nearly two years ago, is the great Gloria Davy. As with so many African-American singers from that era, she spent a good deal of her life in Europe. I've taken a particular interest in Gloria Davy. She was an extraordinary and exceptional singer and excelled in so many different styles. She was, of course, most famous for her Verdi roles, specifically for Aida. But I recently got a copy of a recording that she made of the Verdi Requiem in 1963. I cannot tell you how thrilled I was just yesterday to listen to her performance of the Libera Me, which is, of course, a virtual operatic Shena for the soprano in which, in the middle of the movement, there occurs this incredible moment of stillness when the soprano, accompanied only by the chorus, once again intones the words that begin the requiem, Requiem eternam, Donais Domine, 
et lux perpetua luce ad eis. I've never heard Gloria Davy sound better than she does here, and I'm thrilled to present this very rare recording to you. Another African-American singer who left all too scant a recorded legacy is the great Robert McFerrin, whom I also featured in a Black History Month episode. Since that time, I have obtained my own copy of his 1957 recording of spirituals. His performance of A City Called Heaven, one of the most moving of all spirituals, is not, as far as I can determine, available 
to those who would like to hear it. And I promise you that this is a performance that you want to hear. It has been such a difficult year again, and a lot of people have lost loved ones. So it's particularly moving to hear the words of this spiritual sung by Robert McFerrin as we approach the end of what has been yet another horrific year. My mother has reached that pure glory My father still walking in sin My brothers and sisters won't own me Because I am trying to get in Sometimes I am tossed and driven Sometimes I don't know where to roam. I heard of a city called Heaven. I've started to make it my Sometimes I am tossed and driven, Lord. Sometimes I don't know where to roam. I heard of a city called My dear friends, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me today. I had enough material set aside for this episode that I have enough to produce another episode featuring the same wide range of singers that have already been on the podcast. But guess what? I'm on vacation this week. I have been working on this podcast now without any time off. And uh, I am so grateful for you, my listeners, because you have given me a reason to keep living. And I don't say those words lightly. This is a joy that I can't even describe to you. And it gives me a newfound sense of purpose. My performing life was over. I had so many disappointments in my life. And it was really difficult for me so often to even see that there was a road ahead for me. So the fact that I have been able to do this podcast and have the support of my beloved listenership, I can't even describe what that means to me. By the way, I'll just do my very, very brief plug for Patreon right now. If you want to support this podcast on Patreon, please go to patreon.com slash countermelody, where you can make a contribution of any amount, either monthly or yearly, and you will gain access to all the bonus episodes that I have produced. This podcast is 
a labor of love, and yet, unfortunately, I do have to make a living, as do all of us. So whatever financial support you can provide is so deeply appreciated. Now I'm going to close off with one final number, and that is a Polish Christmas song by the late lamented Teresa Giliscara. This is a death that really hit me hard. I have loved this singer for so long and with all of my heart. So it was with great sadness and great joy that I prepared a pair of episodes about Teresa Giliscara, including one bonus episode and one regular episode. Since those episodes, I have gotten a copy of her 1980 Christmas recording. It's not in great shape. There are a lot of crackles and clicks that I couldn't clean up. But what an extraordinarily beautiful song this is, and what a gorgeous performance. I hate to slaughter the Polish, but it's called, as far as I can tell, Lulajze Jezuniu, Sleep Jesus. I love you all. I wish you happy holidays. I have such great plans for Counter Melody in 2022, and I'm so thrilled to have you accompany me on that journey. Dear friends, keep the song in your hearts. I'm Daniel Gundlach. <laughs>